0: In the Old Testament, the people sinned against God, and God sent his prophets to the nation of Judah and Israel to bring correction to them. But they mocked the prophets, and killed the prophets, and cast the prophets out, and would pay no attention at all to the correction of God, thus despising the Word of God. For this reason, God raised up an adversary against his people, against Judah, and carried them away to Babylon, where they would be servants of Babylon. And God ordained this to happen for 70 years. After that 70-year period, they began to rebuild Jerusalem. At the end of this present world, when Jesus returns to gather the elect of God, the church, those born again, we will see the destruction of this current heaven and earth. There will be no more of this world as we see it today. The disciples came to Jesus in Matthew 24 because they wanted to show him how wonderful the buildings of the temple were at Jerusalem. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be torn down. At that time, heaven and earth will be destroyed by God. Second Peter chapter 3 But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be destroyed, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. So the children of Judah were taken into captivity for 70 years to Babylon. But at the end of this world, when Jesus returns, this heaven and earth will be destroyed after the period of the Great Tribulation. Both the situation in Judah and the situation today, destruction came because of the sins of the people. And it was a judgment of God upon them. We can see a parallel between the captivity of the children of Judah and the great tribulation that is coming upon this present world. When Solomon was king, he built a house of the Lord, and he built it with the finest materials available, and he covered objects inside it with gold, pure gold. And it was magnificent. And all the vessels that they used in the Old Testament days were covered with gold. Every bit of that was carried away to Babylon or broken up and made into other forms of objects. And some of the so to speak, religious objects of the Old Testament were carried to Babylon and put in the house of the gods, of the people of Babylon. God allowed all this to happen because of the sins that were being committed by the nation of Israel and Judah, but especially the sins of Judah, for it was in Jerusalem. And there were so many evil kings during the decades that we have previously read about in the book of Kings and the book of Chronicles. And these kings did evil in the sight of God. And for the cause of that evil, the nation of Judah is carried away to Babylon Through his prophets, God had told the children of Judah that the time would come when he, God, would turn them into captivity and put them away from him, that he would not have to see Judah anymore and look upon the things they were doing because they were so evil in his sight. 2 Chronicles chapter 36 and the Lord God of their fathers sent unto them by his messengers the prophets, rising up betimes and sending, because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. He tried to turn them. He sent the prophets to talk to them, but they mocked the prophets, they stoned the prophets, they killed the prophets. They despised the word. The prophets carried to them they did not repent and they would not repent they mocked the messengers of God and despised his words and misused his prophets until the wrath of the Lord arose against his people till there was no remedy therefore God brought upon them the king of the Chaldees who slew their young men with the sword in the house of their sanctuary and had no compassion upon the young men or maidens, old men or him that stooped for age. God gave them all into the hand of the adversary to be carried away to Babylon. See, they had no compassion on the prophets. Therefore, the judgment of God was their adversary that God would raise up would have no compassion on them. So they got what they had given to the prophets, which is killing the prophets, shedding the blood of the prophets, Mocking the prophets, despising the prophets, beating the prophets, stoning the prophets, and basically hating the Word of God. Today, at these end times, we see churches everywhere hating the Word of God, hating the things that the New Testament Bible says to do. And therefore, they set up their own churches. They discard some of the scriptures that they hate and sin reigns in the churches because the scriptures have been removed. One of the scriptures they remove from the churches today, Matthew 5.32, Jesus said, The man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. I was born again in 1975 and attended several different churches Never once did I hear this preached that the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Jesus said if the divorced woman remarries, she commits adultery. I've never heard that preached. See, that's how they remove scripture, because they despise the Word of God. But we must not be like them and despise the Word of God. When we hear someone speak something opposite to the Word of God, we can either go to them and try to correct them, and then if they don't take the correction and make changes, we flee, or we can just flee. I have gone to many, many pastors over the past 40 years when I have heard them Eliminate scripture, misteach scripture, add their own words to the scripture, and teach the people as if what they are saying is in the Bible when it's not in the Bible. I have taken these corrections many times to pastors of churches, and I have never seen any pastor show any sorrow for what he did, nor has he repented. I've never seen it. It was a terrible grief to me. But then, in 2015 approximately, God said to me, they won't repent because they are the Antichrist, these ministers today. Where they are misteaching the Word of God, they won't repent. You take the Word of God to them, and they show no sorrow for that which they have done. They know they did it. They know they mistaught it. They know they did it. But they don't repent. I'd be terribly grief-stricken to teach something that was opposite to the Word of God. They don't have any grief over it. They have no shame. Why? They're the Antichrist. That's why. Why? Antichrist is not one man. Antichrist is a spirit in many men. It's like there's not one man who is a devil. There is a devil who is a spirit in many men. And the case is the same with Antichrist. But anytime you see them say something opposite to Scripture, deliberately, Opposite to scripture. That's Antichrist. And Paul told us it had to happen before Jesus returns. Because Paul said in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. That Jesus would not return. Unless there was first a falling away. In 1982 when I read this passage of scripture. God said to me the falling away. Are not individuals leaving the church group, the falling away, are the churches leaving the scriptures? We'll look at that today, right now. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. For it tells of the end time and what to expect. And that's what we are seeing today all over the earth in our churches. Start at verse 3 of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Let no man deceive you by any means for that day of the Lord shall not come except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. The penalty start at verse 8. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. We must love the Word of God above everything. And when we see someone, some church, that's teaching opposite from the Word of God, we can't go there. We can't attend that church because it's teaching something opposite to the Word of God. So we flee, showing our love for the Word of God to be greater than our love for the church buildings, for the people that are in the church buildings who are Antichrist, following things that are not of God. We can't go there with them. We can't be with them. We must follow God with those people who hear from God by His Spirit, and demonstrate that they do the scriptures we follow god with those people and we seek those people thank you for allowing me to share this with you today